0: A minute before 8 o'clock, you're on Opportunity Tuesday. And normally around this time, we'll be talking to somebody about an opportunity, and then that will be followed with an interview called Going Up. Tonight, we're mixing the two, because uh, our guest qualifies to be our guest on Going Up, but he also has an opportunity for our listeners. So we're going to make it a double conversation. He's Andy Lemkosana, Executive Chairman of Lulaway. Uh he will tell us about who Lulawe are and uh, and what they do. Uh, but let me start by saying, acknowledging that I've known this man for so many years. <laughs> and I've always wanted to get even with him. So I'm going to make this a very horrible interview. My brother, how are you?
1: I'm very,
0: Why I'm do very you feel good. like you... Is that is that chair good enough? It feels a bit low for you. Can't you no, use the next is, one? Are you fine? No, are you, fine, are you happy? Don't worry about like, it. Good to see you. Good to see you. Right? I have not seen while. you for a while. Absolutely, my brother. Good? Yes, I'm very good. Who's Lulaway?
1: Lulaway is a entry-level um, job placement and youth development company. Yeah. Uh, we've been around now since 2011. Um, essentially, we use technology and what we call job centers to connect uh, work seekers with employment opportunities in the private sector. Yeah. So over this period of time, we profiled close to uh, three-quarters of a million young people. <clears throat> and we place about, I think, fifty-three Three quarters of a million? People. Yes, that's 750,000 yeah. people that we, we profiled over the period, but currently we have a, a live uh, database of about half a million young people at the moment, and we, we've placed over the period about uh, 55,000 young people. So wow. currently, um, you know, we've got very relationship with the private sector. I think that's the reason why we've been succe- successful in terms of placing people in this space. So currently, we're placing about 1,000 people into work every month.
0: And, and we'll get to that. That... that, that, that <laughs> Almost on its own sounds too too good to be true, but of course I know it is true, yeah. uh, only because I trust you. So it has <laughs> to be true, but you know I, I just wanted us to chat a little bit about Andile before we get to sure. Lulaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- where does your story begin?
1: Wh- wh- who are you? Gee, um, that's that's uh, I actually didn't I didn't expect this. Yeah, question. Yeah, of course. So my story started and starts in the Eastern Cape. Yeah. Um, born and raised, uh, moved to KZN uh, when I was 11, 11 years old, mm-hmm. uh, moved to, to Johannesburg when I was 22, been in Johannesburg now for the last uh, 25 years. Yeah. Um, basically, my background in terms of prof- profession, um, um, I was a stockbroker in my youth after I left university. Um, I uh, went into uh, a, pro- uh, a corporate finance after that. Went into investment banking. I think you and I actually yeah. ran into each other when we were working at Barclays <laughs> together. Yeah, and um, after that we went to private equity, and then ended up in um, youth unemployment. So it's a very, very sort of diverse history yeah, in terms very. of my professional life. Yes. If
0: we go back to 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 Mtata. Uh, it would have been a very different life to the life that we have now so instead of the potholes t- 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 in tata t- tata now.
1: Typical of Joe Beggers they think that when somebody says Eastern Cape they think
0: Mtata. I, I know you from Tatar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which no, part of the Eastern Cape? No, I'm from a, a small
1: town called Peddy. In- Pedi, Oh, Okay, actually that's where Makaya
0: comes from, Makaya Antini.
1: I think Makaya comes from King from Lam- if I'm
0: He kept on mentioning Peddy a lot in a lot of interviews. Maybe that's where he played his first
1: cricket. Essentially, Peddy is about 100 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's where uh, he played his, his first cricket. Yeah. Lam- yeah. Yes. It's possible. Yes. But growing yes. up
0: there, would have been in a different South Africa altogether. Absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. What would have inspired you to one day end up in, in corporate spaces? What what did you see at that time that said, I want to be this guy one day? Or did you ever have
1: a, a bigger dream? I think that, um, you know, most uh, young people that grew up in the 80s, um, at the time, obviously, we were, you know, we had a you know, first-hand experience with apartheid. Yeah. Um, but that never actually pushed one's down. In fact, you know, you always wanted to see if you can do better than your current circumstances. Yeah. So uh, always wanted to do uh, you know some major things in one's life, and uh, you know the financial services industry for me was exa- exactly where I actually wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So that I knew that you know uh, of course stockbroking was was very sort of uh, new you know in those years when I actually started sort of went to went to high school, but um, you know the, the 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 bug to do good and do great thing was always there even at at a young age but you knew you knew that you couldn't do it do it at a in the eastern cape yeah you know you gotta go to a place like johannesburg or it's like or or, or durban or cape town so in my mind i thought that johannesburg obviously was 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 a better better opportunity for me
0: what were the circumstances that got you moving from the eastern cape to kezerian
1: essentially um you know it's not that one moves by by themselves i mean my, my my dad was working uh, for Grunica in the eighties yeah. as, as a personnel manager. They used to call them those days. Yeah, so we, he was which <laughs> is HR now or, or people <laughs> management now. exactly. Yeah. and um, you know he was transferred from Johannesburg to uh, Eastern Cape and then to 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 um, uh, to to KZN. That's why I ended up uh, from from uh, Eastern Cape to 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 uh, KZN and then to, to 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 Gauteng. Yeah, but essentially, um, you know, circumstances sort of make people. Make the sort of the, the the I don't know the decision that they make in terms of moving, but yeah. you know you can never uh, know you know how good you can be unless you come and work in an environment like, mm. like Johannesburg, definitely. So you get into the corporate world
0: mm. at the beginning. You're a stockbroker mm. again. Probably are one of the first uh, very few black faces uh, on the yeah. floor trading yeah. and, and doing sure. all that stuff. Yeah. Overwhelming.
1: Absolutely. You know, there's a gentleman that uh, that was um, a mentor, even though he was like only a couple of years older than me, Chief Ledija. Yeah. Uh, Everybody
0: knew Chief Ledija. Chief Ledicha. The most
1: famous black stockbroker of the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, it's a human... I think he was probably the first black stockbroker in the country. Um, And I reckon that I probably was the first black stockbroker in the country at that time. I was an equity sales trader for a small firm, on the JC back then. Um, And essentially... You know the the, the environment is a warm, of course, but I think that you know you thrive when you want to achieve things.
0: Yeah, our guest on going up uh, is uh, Andy and is uh, chairman of Lulaway, and we're gonna talk about what they do and how it's gonna be of interest to you. Trust me, you wanna sit there. Don't don't move. This this conversation is gonna get hot, or at least hotter than what it is currently. And I'm gonna I'm gonna fast track so you you then you know get into corporate. Finance and, and investment banking and stuff like that. And then you do what a lot of people are uh no some people do. Yeah. You get to a point that says I've done enough, it's time yeah. to try it out there. Yeah, absolutely. I wanna ask you two questions then. Mm. Is it because to use a South African word, you were hurtful, yeah. or you were hungry for something different?
1: Look, like, um you just and, and they're not something. listening.
0: You can tell us if you're hurtful.
1: <laughs> Like, so, so, some people like to work for others. Some people just don't want to work for others. Yeah. I think that people who work for others will do it because they want to learn a trade. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, always wanted to do my own thing. It's not the easiest thing to do. I mean, you know, sort of working, you know, investing in a business, a proper business rather than so investing in sort of a small business. Um, uh, you know, sort of retail thing. It, it, it's it's different from actually wanting to invest in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a so large scale. Uh, whether it's, it's a manufacturing concern, whether it is a as a private equity investment advisory, or whether it's a corporate finance advisory. Because I mean, when I left um, the stock working, stock working environment, I actually um, went out there and got to see fund opportunities where you know we started a, a, a boutique uh, corporate finance outfit uh, called Vuka, Vuka Africa Holdings at that time. Yeah. So. Um, because I wanted to be in the financial financial services environment, and uh, I knew that, you know, you know, whether I had my own firm in that space or basically doing something, but you know, always have to have our own sort of business. Mm. The end. How so do you end up then getting into Lulaway? So, um, okay, so. So I was um, in private equity at the time. I was, um, you know, uh, working as a chief operations officer of a small investment uh, corporation, and we, have a, we had a joint venture investment company where we invested in a, a joint venture with Group Five. Yeah. So um, the story goes like this. So I had this friend of mine who used to work for IDC, and he knew these three fantastic uh, um, Jewish guys. <laughs> Um, so he brought them to my office one time, and he said to me, "Look, Grip Five is always recruiting uh, laborers for their for their various projects, and uh, would I be interested in basically using their platform to choose people that could place in the environment?" I said to them, "Look, you know, you're talking to guy, but I think that there's a guy that I, I think we, sh- we should call." What actually um, sort of attracted me to Lula was the fact that you know. Uh, even though they're working in the in in the entry level space, all the young people that were coming onto their portal they were actually assessed so when you assess someone whether you are trying to check them for um English literacy or math literacy or work Congress et cetera, you know you are you're trying to find out where they can fit yeah in a particular work environment so you know you don't want to put something with someone who's more marketing uh orientated into a technical space because, you know, they're going to be miserable. They're going yeah. to them, kill themselves in that environment. So I was very, very excited about the fact that, you know, they're doing these assessments. And I said to them, I know a friend of mine uh, who runs a CETA, and one of the issues that I've seen with them in terms of how they actually get people to participate um, in some of the programs that they're doing, whether it's learnerships, internships, et cetera, um, you know, it was all, always like saying, you know, put an advert out there, people will send their CVs, and then it's almost, almost like a first come, first served. But, you know, is that person right for that particular um, uh, uh, opportunity or mm. is that person right for that particular uh, program? So I thought that was fantastic for me because there's always mismatches. I mean, people who are, are marketing-orientated end up doing technical story, and they're miserable doing yeah. it. So I think for me, the start, the, the story started there. So, needless to say, that about a year down the line, I actually joined these guys on a full-time basis, and I've been poor ever since. <laughs> <laughs> you look better poor.
0: <laughs> so, Andile, one of the reasons we got you here is that you guys have partnered with the Mpumalanga provincial government yes. on something. Yes. Tell
1: us about that. So, one of the one of the things that Lulaway, um, Lulaway does is basically we is creating is is designing and project managing um, mass employment programs. Okay, that, that, that it starts from there. Mm. How do we do this? So we use technology. We've actually invested quite a, quite a lot of money on technology and what we call job centers. Yeah. So if you are dealing with the, with entry-level work seekers, I'm talking about people that are looking for, not really looking for students, but someone who is, who's got a metric, who's a TVA graduate, but someone who's got no metric sometimes they don't actually quite get the jobs that they want because, I mean, you don't have the experience or you don't have the qualifications. Yeah. So you end up being um, in maybe in a call center environment or in security environment, et cetera. So uh, essentially, so what we've done is we said, look, these, these people, most of them are poor, right? So they don't have money to actually create their own CVs. They don't have money to travel to places where they can go to town, spend 200 rand on someone to put a a, a, a CV uh, for them and basically spend 50 rand on transport. So the job center network linking the uh, um, uh, two systems actually works better. So the job centers right now, the partnerships, we've got about 340 sites around the country. These sites are in the townships, CBD areas, and rural areas. The whole idea is that anyone who's looking for work should not be... Um p- precluded from participating in this because they don't have access to the internet mm. right so um talking to for instance some of our partnership that we had in terms of getting these young people onto our platform is um um s- ventures we have with the likes of say social development departments for instance, where they have youth centers yeah youth centers are all, always sort of sometimes are lying idle, so lots you know, of them are yeah, so you have a young person people go to these to the centers where they're looking for um, you know, advice on teenage pregnancy or, or, or drug abuse, and we said to them, "These people are also looking for work." So we, we train them on our system. We'll have some, you know, we'll train a consultant. We tell those young people that we create these profiles, and all of a sudden, this young person is, is basically um, exposed to potential work opportunities on the worldwide web. So, so we're saying that you know, those people who don't have uh, internet or we, we live in rural areas it doesn't mean that you can't be able to to basically sell your services yep. uh, like a peanut or, or, or a curry junction because people don't have, the, don't have the money for those sort of yeah. things. So our, so our um, the idea of Lulaway is basically to try and use those physical job centers where you create these profiles and use a system to basically screen profiles young people. We train them on work readiness before they send them into interviews because, you know, if you're dealing with these uh, people in this entry-level uh, space, um, you know, there's a lot of people that sort of uh, leave in the first three months of work yeah, uh, because the job is hard uh, because sometimes it's difficult to get to work it doesn't come with a Mercedes Benz it doesn't come with a Mercedes Benz um, so essentially um, we have to support these young people to make them understand the world of work uh, because it's very difficult to integrate in that space if you've never worked before Yeah, because the people that we actually help are people that have never worked before that is why we're not, a rec- we're not basically a recruitment organization we're basically a youth development and placement organization
0: there is there is no doubt Andy, that mm. you, you you shouldn't battle with that market there's yes. millions of south africans that are unemployed and especially young people question is do you have though enough opportunities for to get them into job uh, space mm. uh, these people i'm sure the minute they see your sign and they know they can go in there right. and and register and and they can have a job profile and actually there's some, you actually make them a a human being because once you've created this profile they become somebody there are there's somebody who exists on the world world web as you say however on the other side sits rams uh, who runs a business or who runs a radio station and i don't Uh,
1: (laughs) uh, do they get access to jobs right that that's an important question so um so our, our our approach is that we don't wait for employers to come to us our approach is that we go to employers so we uh, we have uh, close to about one hundred and fifty employers that we basically send our uh, people to. Most entry level uh, recruiters, you know, uh, retailers, yeah, um, you know, restaurants, um, you know, telecoms companies. Celsius is one of my clients, for instance. Uh, uh, Blue label telecoms, they're looking for was looking for people that can train in 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 in, in centre. Yeah, one of my clients is Cartrack, for instance. They they teach my young people to to feed trackers and scars and they give them work etc mm. so um, you know but when you have uh, about 6 million young people that are unemployed I mean you know you're not going to be able to solve all the problems yeah. of the world but I think that um if you're doing about 13,000 placements per annum I think you're starting to do something right but so something very right I'll tell you absolutely Yeah, but but you know uh, uh, particularly in an environment where there's no growth in the economy mm. so you got to make do with what you have so I mean I suppose if, w- wasn't it w- if, if uh, there wasn't any Lula way, there wouldn't be 13,000 people getting employed every year, yeah. and, uh, um, et cetera. So uh, to answer the question directly, um, you know, there are vacancies out there and uh, sometimes the employers always feel that there's a lot of demand for this uh, category of people. And therefore, they're sometimes unwilling to, to invest uh, in terms of, um, you know, uh, recruiting that right kind of people. Yeah. I mean, some of these employers will actually sit with, vacancies uh, because um you know i'd say that about 60 percent of the young people that we actually send to work um about uh, that you know they'll leave uh, their work environment within the first three three, three months because it's very difficult to uh, integrate in that space when you've never worked before i mean i remember when you we were growing up mean we used to have an older brother or older sister that had a job. So yeah. you could basically say to them, man, tell me what, how mm, this whole and, and thing works. most of
0: us would have started w- at the same place, so they take you with, so they will orientate yeah, you into, into the space. Yeah.
1: So so, so you know, you, you say to your older brother, please can you help me put together a CV? Uh, tell me, man, these people are telling me I've got to go to interview. I mean, how, how does that work? I mean, What yeah. am I supposed to be doing? How do I dress? What do I say? So right now when no one is working in the household, you know, someone's going to try to fulfill. the I mean, gap. I think that's Lula really where we're trying to fill that gap because, mm. you know, from a from a from a from a from the start, where somebody actually goes out there and says, "I'm looking for work." So where do they start? Yeah. I mean, you know, do you go to, into town? You know, that costs you money. You got to try and find someone to try and put together a CV. That costs you 200 rand to do that. Yeah, we don't charge this sort of service ourselves because you know we have partnerships with this, with different departments that will pay for the service to us. But at the end of the day, you know, our job is to really support um, you know work seekers. Uh, who are poor um try to get them into the the formal economy by really supporting them from from what we call uh, um job discovery to job placement so it is um it's a space uh, that is you know that's unish space in terms of mm. you know, we we're, we're dealing with that environment we're not dealing with you know graduates per se the other people are doing those sort of things so um I'd say that you know there are opportunities out there. For, um, you know, I mean, we see that the fact that you know we go to our clients, our clients are saying that you know please we like the way that you've actually profiled these young people. Mm. Now, you've taken this young pers- person from the from 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 there from the township to my doorstep. Yeah, Th- that's our job. Our job is based when I profile this young person, you come into into one of my sites um, at 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 the at the jobs at, at the job centres. We basically we take a photograph of you, we create a personal profile. We interview about um, you know your um, you know your work experience where you went to high school etc. We scan your your, your CV oh, sorry we scan your, your 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 ID we scan your, your driver's license you've got one your certificates etc. That forms part of your profile. Yeah. Now I have like say 100 100 employers that will come onto my site on a daily basis and say, okay I've got 500,000 young people that I have on this database. I'm looking for a female from uh, uh, Quat and KZN. Yeah who is 25 years old, who has a driver's license, who has a matriculate exemption, and within 20 seconds, you have only those people out of, of 500,000, you can have 20,000. And you can filter down to a point where you say, okay, now I've got my core." Yeah. So my system just allows the the, the potential employer now to text you uh, because my so my system is actually linked onto your cell phone a profile or your email and say, Rams, I'm about to please come to, a certain place and an interview, et cetera. Wow. So that that's basically what. So, so the tech part of it on, in our organisation is very very crucial. So my CEO, Jake, Jake Willis, is very passionate about uh, about technology. And and I think that you know I will you know I always say that you know the reason why I'm so poor is because we've spent so much money on the technology. But it's worked out nicely because young people are getting fu- are finding work and 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 that's what that's what our government wants to see.
0: You know the thing about. Uh Poor people is that we see them. They never tell us they are. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I always find it easy to invite our listeners to call in because I, I would I would ask them to to call in because they want to say congratulations to you or because they you know they 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 want to understand more about one thing or another or to even ask for the money that you owe them that you never <laughs> paid them. But I also don't want to run a risk of opening a, an employment hotline on air. But I can imagine a lot of people would like to talk to you. So I'm going to invite our listeners, for whatever reason that you would want to talk to, Andile. Uh, our telephone number is 89 On Twitter, at Rams by the Horns. Facebook is Metro FM Talk with Rams. We have a WhatsApp line. So you can drop us a voice note. 067-271-8239. 67 271 Two, three, nine. You use that number. You drop us a voice note. Don't be vulgar. Don't be too long. We can't take a voice <laughs> note longer than a, a minute. We prefer forty-five seconds, and then we'll play it out for you. We are on uh, going up with Andy Lim Kosa and our guest from Lulaway. Before I want nitty-gritty now on Pumalanga government, mm. but before we mm. get there, do you get involved at contract level between the potential and the employer?
1: Yes, we do. Mm. Um, um. So the the the. We have to do all the all the administration, yeah. for instance. So, um, you know, I always make the point, I think I said that to you earlier on, that we're not a labor broker, so we have to do the, ho- the whole contract in yeah. between the young person looking for work and, and the contractor, that, and, so, and, and, and the host company. Um, in some instances, for instance, I mean, we, we, we're fortunate enough sometimes that we access some allowances or stipends from the, uh, from the seaters where we actually have to provide end-to-end uh, project management in terms of, Contracting the, the the young person with the sitter, the young person with the host employer, yeah. and sometimes actually doing the payroll for for, for the sitter. Oh. Uh, so we actually have to do also, and that is why we have quite a strong infrastructure, um, and and. And of course, some employers don't want to be dealing with government. I'm not yeah. to deal with government, <laughs> you know. So, so, <laughs> so, so, absolutely, we have to, we have to get involved um, in, in terms of contracting between ourselves and the young people looking for work, and the young person, and the and the and the and the host employer. Okay. So, what are you doing now with the Pumalanga government? So, we, we've been uh, quite fortunate in that, um, you know, in the. Let me, let me start where we start from in terms of something similar to this. So in 2014, we were working with the uh, with the Gauteng government on mm-hmm. a program at the time was called TEPO 500,000, it's called now TEPO 1 Million. Yeah. So the idea um, by the, the, the premier of Gauteng was to put 500,000 young people, disabled people, um, you know, dependents of, uh, of veterans into work or internships or training over a five-year period. So we were one of the project managers of that. So we learned a lot from how we actually project manage a mass employment program. Yeah. So fast forward now to 2018 where we started having conversations with the with the Pumbayan with the government in terms of how do we actually place s- many young people into the work environment over a period of time and, of course, then we report those numbers on a monthly basis and they could basically report those to the legislature. But the idea is to basically put 2,000 young people into work from first... Uh, December twenty eighteen to thirty march twenty nineteen. Two thousand young yeah, people. So that that, that that's the program. How far are you now? Um so we have It's a very relevant question. There are about two hundred and forty thousand young people listening now. So I can so I can tell you now so we we actually started obviously in January. So yeah. we, we're like in a month into I think we've done about five hundred at the moment. Okay. But I can promise you by the end of, of the, today. Yeah. but by, by I end, can
0: tell you now, of, tonight.
1: <laughs> of tonight. Yeah. By the end of um, uh, March, we would have uh, placed 2,000 young people. But the whole process, basically, you know, I mean, placing people is not just placing people. So yeah. you need to profile, you need to find these young people. Yeah. So you're actually doing the work for some of these employers. Yeah. You need to profile. You need to screen. Which is where
0: your money comes from.
1: I don't know what money you're talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 so the, the idea is to profile sixteen thousand of these young people and train them on work and then place them into work in Pumalanga. Do they have to be Pumalanga citizens? So this this particular one, yes. Yes. And essentially like we did the Tabo Five hundred thousand program with, with with the Prima of Gauteng, it was Houteng residents. Yes. We have a similar program with the with the city of Cape Town, for instance, which we started in two thousand seventeen. December, Yeah. so it's a three-year sort of agreement where we're placing uh, 1,200 young people every year into work for three years, which is like th- 3,600, but we profiling over 30,000 of those young people in that period. But the whole idea is that, you know, you have to profile these young people first. Yeah. And you need to screen them Yes. before these employers can be excited about them. Otherwise, you just just uh, dead in the water.
0: And you'll be wasting the employer's time.
1: You'll be wasting the employer's time. Okay, put on
0: those headphones. Head uh, we've got a caller. He's been holding for a while. Peggy, good evening.
2: Hey, good evening, Barams. How are you?
0: Very well. Thank you for asking, mate. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. May uh, I also greet uh, Andy Levy? Yes, sir. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Uh, Barams, uh, actually, I need an advice from Andy I don't know whether it's the advice or advice, but um, I'm an HR graduate. Hmm. Uh, but now the problem is that I have a criminal record. Uh, I was once convicted while I was young, uh, mm-hmm. grew up in a township, you know. Obviously, got uh, involved in sorts of things, mm-hmm. then ended up in prison. So, after coming out of prison, then I went back to school, got my matric, and went to university. Then I uh, got my B now in uh, human resource management. So, now the problem is that I have a criminal record now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a kid hanging over my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to one of the government departments uh, two months back for an interview. So they asked me to bring all these um, uh, fingerprints so that they can confirm whether do I have any criminal records or what. So unfortunately, the South African system does not allow the young kids who been uh in and out of prison, with a criminal record, to be integrated into the work industry oh. or into the workspace. Hmm. So, uh, what I'd like to know, you, Andy, as uh, you are in this uh, recruitment, uh, hmm. recruiting, do you have anything like that can assist people like me? Hmm.
0: Hmm. Okay, Beggy, I'm going to ask you to uh, listen on the radio unless you have a follow-up question. Oh,
2: yeah, I do. Okay, okay, no, okay no, no. Don't,
0: don't leave, don't leave, don't leave, Beggy We've got a follow-up question. Uh,
1: Beggy, right. uh, where, where do you live?
2: Uh, I'm in Deben,
1: in Clement. In Clement. Yes. Okay. Uh, look, I mean, it's, it's quite difficult. Uh, f- I think for uh, um, you know for a private sector clients to actually take people who have the kind of trouble that you have. Uh, mm, yeah. But I mean, you know, we do place people into work, and we also take people ourselves as an organisation. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know how I can get your number. Then maybe I can talk to. We, you
0: we will get Peggy's number. Yeah. Don't worry, Peggy. Yeah. But well, also right. of course, what we're gonna do, Peggy, when we finish with talking to him, we're gonna we're gonna get contact details so you can send him an email uh, okay. and, and remind him that you you had him here on talk with Rams. Uh, all,
2: right, you know? all right, Yeah, but all, all the best, my right. brother, and and,
0: Thank and, okay. and well done for for yeah, giving yourself a second chance. Well done.
2: Yeah okay thank you very much
0: ra, thank you uh sepo good evening uh good evening ram um
2: yes uh my question to the gentleman sitting with you there his um, name I'm is is andy
0: leman not the gentleman Andy. <laughs> yeah
2: Yes, Andy, um, my name is Seppo and I live in uh, D.C. in Soweto, mm. and I'm, I'm just calling to, to help the, the the guys in my in my neighbor who mm. recently finished matric, mm. but uh, they just seem to have a hard time finding a job, and I just want to, you know, hold them by the hand and, and take them to your offices so that they mm. can be on your database and, and have a chance. Mm. So I just want to know if you have any offices around um in Soweto or, mm. or Johannesburg area. Yeah,
1: So so i can tell you so it we probably have close to about uh 14 sites hmm. so jabalani deep Uh Deep Slot, um if you if you if you go onto onto our ussd line right it's a star 120 star
2: no, no, no 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 okay. yeah
1: we will
0: give those details when we finish so that everybody else has the same details when we finish don't don't, don't change my programming here uh do you do, do you have a, do you have a site in Mangoes?
1: Look, this is a question the, from a listener. No, I, I, the reason why I'm actually giving you this is because you know what the US line is going to do is actually take you to the, to our uh, job site okay. that's close to you. Okay. Okay. We've got about 14 sites. So when you give yeah, the the, the person from yeah. Mangos,
0: you will know whether they've got absolutely. a site there yeah. in Mangos. Okay.
1: So so, so, the, so the idea is basically we have the sites as close as possible to people so that within walking distance or at least one taxi.
0: Yeah. Uh, for the benefit of the. Uh, People of Mpumalanga, which is the main reason we got you here. I don't <laughs> want us to lose these opportunities, yeah. and uh, because you currently are looking for young people there, yeah. what's the criteria? What
1: should they have? Okay, so so um, the great thing about Mpumalanga is that it's not the first time actually we're working with them. Yeah. Uh, so in 2015, since 2015, we've been working with the um, with the social development department there. Um, uh, so, the DSD in Pumalanga has got 90 youth centers. Yeah. So we started piloting about 30 of these centers uh, in 2015 and, uh, 15. Um, and um, you know, the, these things are, these are on our site. Yeah. Mean, you can find out where they are. So, 30 sites in Pumalanga where people can actually go and we profile, we screen them, we train work readiness and we pass them into work.
0: Yeah.
1: Again, okay. you didn't give me the criteria. Oh, the There's no criteria, right? Nothing. No. So you know looking for work, you come to us.
0: Not even age? No. Nothing?
1: No, absolutely. If you're looking for work, just... Well, like, I, you know, I wouldn't want to But jo- entry-level uh, jobs. Yeah, that's yeah, what you're talking about, yeah, like, entry-level. No, so, so I wouldn't want someone who's 58 years old to try and find and work. It's really very difficult I mean, to find work with someone who's 58 years old. I feel, I feel very
0: bad about what you just said, but it's fine. And, 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 and you certainly are look, not looking for
1: somebody with an MBA. Um Well, you know, the point is that, I mean, I can tell you, um, I checked yesterday on our site. I mean, I've got LLBs. Mm, okay. People okay. Are looking for work. So I'm so answered. Are,
0: you know. I'm answered. I hope this is not a dangerous caller. <laughs> when somebody calls on this part and they are anonymous, I get to worry. Good evening, anonymous.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, sir.
0: Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes.
3: You said I'm offline. I actually can mention the company that I'm talking about. Or what is it that
0: we're talking about? Uh... Before you mention companies, wh- what is the purpose of your call?
3: Okay. The purpose of my call is, remember, you get these guys the jobs. Yeah. Through Lulaway. Yes. So what happened is, i I was running up the stairs. My dad, she's training me. Then, my brother actually got a job through Lulaway. Mm-hmm. All right. Then they were quiet. Then they went for a training in Pretoria. It was a security company. Mm. And then the when it comes to working, they were sent to, 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 to I think it was NetBank Cup, the the, mm. the golf cup in San in, in City. Yes. They worked, but when they were supposed to get paid, then Lula was, no, guys, we don't know you. There was never an agreement between yourself and eko mm. and,
0: and Anonymous, you know for a fact there was an agreement.
3: I know, look, I wouldn't know for a fact that mm. you like My brother wouldn't know. Mm. Because remember, you are a kid looking for a job. So yeah. what will happen is you will be called for a job. So you will think behind the cloth because so you wouldn't know those arguments between the company.
0: I'm actually glad you made this call. Sure. Because if there's some, something like this simmering somewhere, we need to solve it. Sure. May I ask you to not anonymously leave your details with Tato, our producer? Andy Lee will contact you and so, and follow up on this matter we, we and, can't and, solve it here and but and i will yeah. yeah, and,
1: and, and, and i know the story i mean i've, I've got answers for that but oh we'll, great stuff yeah.
0: so please leave all your details that, that is your full name and and details and then andy will get in touch with you but i i'd like a solution okay. I, I just want to solution. okay
3: because you know what andy i still i feel, I feel grieved as a sister because mm. your brother thinks that he got a job but then you work for the last three months mm. and then at the end of the day they said no mm we're not going to tell you because mm-hmm. Lula waiters doesn't know how they did because uh, uh, but but but, but, but anonymous you're repeating
0: the story and i'm saying we're going to yes. get to the solution there's no point okay. repeating the the story let's get to the solution
3: okay. as, as sure.
0: a belief talk so don't put the phone okay. down we'll get your tweet shortly don't put the phone down i repeat and give us your name not anonymously this time and let, let's let's get to solve this problem I, but
1: was it solved though in general this matter okay so um one of the things I said to you previously is that we're able to source uh, allowances or stipends from uh, government agencies yeah. or CETAs, or in this instance was a municipality. Yeah. And uh, after after the young people were actually working, and they said, "Look, you know, they actually don't want these young people to be do- to be placed in security companies," and they decided that they're not going to pay them. So oh. that was that was the issue. Okay,
0: okay I hope it gets solved. Uh, what other jobs are available at your job centre? What is out there? What is le- low hanging fruit that you know?
1: Look, I mean, we we we, we place uh, people um, as, uh, um, for instance, tellers in banks, yeah, uh, inquiries, clerks, for instance, uh, because our space is entry level stuff. Yeah, so it's people that haven't worked, people that uh, have metrics, and people that never worked, that that never, that, that uh, they've never worked before, yeah. people that that, that that don't have a. Um, uh, metric. but so it's 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 basically varies. I mean, call centre agents, uh, admin, ad, admin clerks, uh, tellers, like I like I said, uh, clicks takes uh, uh, cashiers from us. So it's 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 an area that's quite difficult, I think, for young people because um, it's hard sometimes because people don't. know. But what we always say to young people is that you know if you stick it out for twelve months, there's eighty percent chance that you actually that come if you put in an internship that you actually be working post the twelve months. Yeah, because you know. It's attitude of, of people when we start a job. I mean you know if, if your attitude is that you know the, the job starts at 10 o'clock or at, 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 at eight o'clock and show up at 930.
0: Not even 805 805 I have a problem with an 805 guy so, 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 so,
1: so the point is the, the, the point is that we need to be able to get these young people to dream. I mean, there's something that they actually don't have in terms of, uh, you know, that you know you got to start here. So if you start to say four thousand, five thousand dollars a month, I mean, that's not a job. Basically, it's for you to learn a trade. Yeah, um, and basically at the end of that period, you're able to actually get full time employment. So it's a, it's a difficult space because you know we're not talking about lawyers or mm. accountants. We're talking about people that uh, that basically have school leaving certificates. People have got nomatrics. People have got TVET they got TV, got TV uh, diplomas, etc. So it's quite a difficult space to, to actually place people. In. But but we 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 placing almost a thousand people into work every month, and that's a very good story to tell. us. say.
0: So. Okay, uh, we'll take two last calls. Uh, I've been persuaded to do so. I'm keeping you slightly longer. Busi, good evening. Hello, Busi. Busi. Going once? We can hear uh, you from time to time. Boosie, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you?
3: Good, thank you. Are you driving? Uh, yes, I'm on the road.
0: That's the problem. Pull over a bit for one, one second, really. It helps for radio. It, it is good for radio and for your safety. <coughs> ah. That caller was right, we shouldn't take these people who are driving. See <laughs> now what happened with Boosie. And unfortunately, run out of time. Yeah. So busi we'll but we're gonna solve your problem because we're gonna now get contact details from Andy.
1: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So um our office number is zero one zero one four zero nine five one zero uh, email address is info at za. Our website is uh, www.lulaway.co.za. Or you can actually email me directly if you got any issues, andilay at Okay,
0: that's only for issues, though. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, the guys that are currently with this Mpumalanga program, they just need to... To to go to your website or to... Yes,
1: Yes. Uh, I was actually talking to you about that... uh, The USSD, USSD yes. So it's a star 120 star, Lula, as 5852 hash. And basically... Star 12... Star 120 star. 120 star. Lula, Lula. which is 5852. Okay. Hash. Green phone. And and it'll ask you uh, for your postal code and then... So post- once you put the co- postal code, it will tell you it where you can find a Lulaway Center. It will say to you, okay, now we know that you live in Joburg. You live in Joburg North, South, whatever it is, you say North, and, it's, and it will tell you exactly where to go to. Actually, the system uh, sends an SMS to the job center to, to expect you in two days time. Really? Yes, it does. Wow.
0: I'm hoping, I don't know people, I mean, I don't know people who live in 2019, whether they know postal codes like I, like we did when we grew up. But I hope you guys know your postal codes. But if you fail, I'm sure the, 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 the job centers are also on the website.
1: Absolutely, they are on the website. Great
0: stuff. All the details are on our Facebook page as we speak. But this conversation will be on podcast shortly. Been great in having you here. Thank you. I love what you do. Thank you, you, so you bring much. in solutions, you're giving people hope. So and right. I'm hoping that uh, the presidential yeah. job effort
1: recognizes yeah. what you guys are so doing. I, ju- I just want to uh, disclaim to say that I didn't pay for you to say that.
0: No, no, no. You couldn't afford me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you, I'm
0: not poor. <laughs> thanks very much. Until I'm Kosan. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent seeing you again and wonderful f- for the job that you do. Thanks, thanks my brother. Appreciate that.